This is Radio Ukraine International with the weekly program Ukraine Global, written by Viktoria Krukova, presented by Vera Kravchenko and produced by Irina Samsonova. This edition of Ukraine Global is about the possibility of creating an international tribunal for all those responsible for war crimes against Ukraine, especially the Russian political leadership. What are the chances of its creation and how must we avoid repeating historical mistakes? The European Union's Parliament has adopted a resolution calling on member states to back the creation of a special international tribunal to judge Russian war crimes committed in Ukraine. The document was approved on the 19th of January by 472 votes in favour, 19 against, with 33 abstentions, according to the Parliament's report. The tribunal would fill a vacuum in international criminal justice, allowing to prosecute Russia's political and military leadership for its crime of aggression against Ukraine, reads the report. The European Parliament added that the special court must have jurisdiction to investigate not only Vladimir Putin and the political and military leadership of Russia, but also Alexander Lukashenko and his cronies in Belarus. The resolution urges the EU member states to immediately start the preparations for the tribunal creation in cooperation with Ukraine. International war crimes tribunals are courts of law established to try individuals accused of war crimes and crimes against humanity. Despite the often heinous nature of the crimes that individuals commit during intractable conflicts, including genocide, torture and rape, it has become common practice to offer the accused an opportunity to explain his or her actions in front of the victims and their families, as well as the media. Tribunals have almost entirely replaced retributive justice's summary executions. Based on generally agreed-upon international standards of acceptable human behavior, they have introduced a new ethos of liberal legalism for dealing with war crimes. Ilya Kusa, an expert at the Ukrainian Institute for the Future, believes that the creation of a special tribunal for investigating Russian war crimes theoretically is possible. Still, for now, it is impossible to create it under the jurisdiction of the UN. The most important for Ukraine now is to ratify the Rome Charter. Ideally, such a tribunal may be created with the support of the United Nations. It would require a special decision by the UN General Assembly and the UN Security Council and an endorsement from the UN Security Council. Or the tribunal could be created by a series of decisions made by International Criminal Court. I don't think, I doubt that this uh, tribunal will be created uh, under the auspices of the United Nations because uh, since Russia vetoes all decisions related to Ukraine in the United Nations Security Council, it will not be possible to get an endorsement from the UN for such structure. It still can be created by cooperating with the International Criminal Court. But again, there is a legal problem. Uh, neither Ukraine nor Russia has ratified a, the Rome Charter of the International Criminal Court. Because of that, the court cannot have uh, the jurisdiction over what is happening in Ukraine. And because of that, um, I doubt they will go uh, for a decision to create a tribunal without solid legal grounds to do that. So for that, Ukraine should ratify the Rome Charter. But again, there are problems related to that. If Ukraine ratifies the Rome Charter and Russia, it doesn't make any sense. Secondly, uh, by ratifying Rome Charter, uh, there is a risk for Ukraine, political risk, that 
uh, International Criminal Court could, of course, will, of course, uh, would see, would go into, would go deep into uh, the situation in Ukraine. Said Ilya Kusa. One of the arguments in support of war crimes tribunals is that they act as a deterrent of potential war crimes. This idea was one of the main arguments behind a push to construct a permanent international war crimes tribunal, now established as the International Criminal Court, the ICC. Before the establishment of the ICC, tribunals had to be sponsored by an organization such as the UN or a national government. Without a permanently established war crimes court, military and government leaders, it was argued might feel emboldened to commit crimes such as the mass murder of ethnic groups in East Timor in the 1980s and 1990s, or in Rwanda in 1994. The ICC has been so slow at prosecuting people, however, that its deterrence ability is unclear. War crimes tribunals offer a rare chance for the world's leaders and citizens to scrutinize the both deplorable decisions made by particular leaders and the atrocities committed by the soldiers and agents of those leaders. Without such a forum, there would be no method for assuring that the masterminds and the perpetrators of genocide and other war crimes are justly punished. Ilya Kusa says that if we can learn something from international lessons, is that creating such a tribunal is a very long and challenging process. And unfortunately, the chances of bringing to justice dictators Putin and Lukashenko are really low. If we are to draw some examples or lessons from Rwanda and, and, and Balkan wars, I would say that first lesson is that this process is very long. I mean... Uh, one can spend up to 20, 30 years in trying to bring about justice. And even after that, justice, it still couldn't be enough for people, like it was with Yugoslavia and Rwanda. I mean, till today, you can hear different comments on whether these tribunals were actually just, whether they were able to bring about justice or not. Many people will tell you that no, they, they weren't able. Second lesson is that it is very difficult from legal perspective and from political perspective. Again, the questions related to ratification of Rome Charter, to agreeing that some that a third party would prosecute anyone uh, related to crimes committed during the war. And war is a messy and bloody thing, which we understand many things can happen during the war. So, of course, uh, there is a risk that the work of the international of, the, of such tribunal would be politicized very much. So I would say that um, the prospect of Putin and Lukashenko being brought to justice is really low. Uh, at least without Russia's, I don't know, military capitulation, you know, like it was in the Second World War. But I don't see anything like that at the moment. So I would say that this this all is possible. And I think we will see one day we will see an international tribunal created for to prosecute Russia's, Russia's war crimes. Said Ilya Kusa. Many argue that war crimes tribunals offer no deterrent to potential criminals whatsoever. People with strong convictions against a certain religious or ethnic group will likely not feel any less hatred for that group just because a possible tribunal looms in the future. Both Hitler and Pol Pot believed they would be revered by future generations for the extreme measures they took to change the makeup of their societies. 
These leaders were inspired by their visions of the future, and it is unlikely the prospect of a war crimes tribunal would have swayed either dictator. Another criticism of war crimes tribunals is that they do not alleviate the underlying causes of the conflict. In fact, tribunals can escalate conflict, especially in a multi-ethnic society. In cases of genocide, those accused of war crimes are usually all from one ethnic group. To this group, a war crimes tribunal can appear to be a trial against their ethnicity, not just an individual from their group. This is especially true when the judicial system fails to fairly represent the whole society. For example, Rwandan Hutus accused of killing Tutsis would doubt in the possibility of a fair trial if only Tutsis were running the tribunal. Other Hutus, including those not accused, would likely feel the same way. Thus, the war crimes tribunal could act as a wedge driving the two groups further apart. Ari Mora from the Ukrainian Legal Advisory Group believes that regarding the international experience of creating such a tribunal, Ukraine can take some useful things to consider, but still understand the situations are different. We should definitely do so, given that those are one of the strongest tribunals established up until that moment. However, it, uh, and like both in terms of the jurisprudence and the legal practice it has established, but also in general looking at how it was done. Structure-wise, it is a bit less possible given that ICTY and ICTR, which are respective tribunals for the situations, have been established by the decision of the UN Security Council, which is unlikely to happen in case of Ukraine given the veto power by Russia. However, on the other hand, it is important to look at this also in, in, in regards that in support of the international tribunals that were established there, there were others, other uh, initiatives to increase domestic systems so that they complement each other. And this is something that we can also look at when uh, we kind of envision the justice architecture for Ukraine. Uh, lastly, I can also say that uh, when it comes to Rwanda and uh, uh, former Yugoslavia tribunals, right now what we should aim for is to create a system which does not require such ad hoc tribunals, neither for those situations nor for Ukraine. Specifically for the reason that there, there is a permanent structure such as the International uh, Criminal Court that needs to be improved and developed so that it is strong enough that it can handle other uh, situations and more and more situations. And the, one of the ways to look at it is budget-wise, because if you look at the budgets of Rwanda and Yugoslavia tribunals, uh, you can see that they are more expensive than the whole International Criminal Court. On the comparative, the International Criminal Court considers many different situations and is mandated to consider different situations around the world rather than only an ad hoc tribunal that is created for this specific situation. Said Ari Mora. You're listening to Ukraine Global. This edition is about the possibility of creating an international tribunal for all those responsible for war crimes against Ukraine, especially the Russian political leadership. What are the chances of its creation? And how must we avoid repeating historical mistakes? Stay tuned. The International Criminal Court, the ICC, was officially established on the 1st of July 2002 and is located in The Hague, the Netherlands. 
However, all of the world's nations have not ratified the Rome Statute of the ICC, the document outlining the purposes, capabilities and restrictions of the International Criminal Court. In fact, the United States, Russia and India are among the major states that have yet to ratify this document. However, a sufficient number of nations have ratified the Rome Statute and, in accordance with its rules, the court now officially exists. Arimora says that creating a special international tribunal for Russian war crimes depends on a necessary base of authority and legitimacy. The only possible way to create this court is through a United Nations majority, which is unlikely. Head of the President's office, Andriy Yermak, emphasizes that it is the Special International Tribunal for the Crime of Aggression Against Ukraine, the creation of which our state is calling for, that will make it possible to restore justice and punish all those guilty of the terrible crimes caused by the largest war in Europe since World War II. Andriy Yermak noted that according to official data of the Office of the Prosecutor General of Ukraine, during Russia's full-scale war against our country, more than 47,900 war crimes were committed, and more than 8,400 civilians have died, including 440 children. 46,000 houses and tens of thousands of civil infrastructure objects were destroyed. Among other things, 1,400 institutions for children were destroyed. 11,400 young Ukrainians were forcibly taken out of the country. The atrocities we're facing are shocking. When our law enforcement agencies conducted an exhumation in Izum, they found a minor girl who was first raped and then brutally killed. They found a boy whose genitals were cut off before execution. We discover such terrible things every time we liberate a new settlement said the head of the Office of the President. Andriy Yermak emphasized that behind all crimes there is one biggest crimes, the so-called mother crime of aggression, without the investigation of which and the punishment of the guilty, the truth will never be achieved. Ari Mora says that one of the ways to make the tribunal work is to change the structure of the potential court. One way to make it work is to actually, while gaining the support of the United Nations General Assembly, change the structure and the model of what and the mandate of this potential court. So that, for example, while it can still prosecute the crime of aggression, it will also prosecute the war crimes, crimes against humanity and genocide. And it might also be created as a hybrid one containing Ukrainian element, Ukrainian specialists participating, investigating, prosecuting and hearing in court such crimes, as well as international specialists. So that this court is still legitimate and has enough of the international element in itself, but also caters for the domestic context and, which is crucial, improves the long-term capacity of the justice system in Ukraine. Note that many right now overlook this question specifically because they believe that domestic system along with the ICC and the uh, third country's investigations by the universal jurisdiction mechanism will suffice in terms of ensuring justice for the crimes committed in the context of this war. But others strongly believe that it is not enough, specifically because the vast majority of such crimes will be handled by Ukraine. And right now, Ukrainian domestic 
justice system is not fully capable to ensure justice for crimes, for core crimes committed in the context of this conflict. Said Ari Mora. The International Tribunal, which will bring justice to all the political leaders of the Russian war against Ukraine, is a special dream of every Ukrainian. Everything depends on how the structure of the court would look like, what the proposal would be and how many countries would support it. Then such a tribunal can be created. For now, Ukraine can collect the proof of Russian war crimes, ratify the Rome Statute and work with international partners to create a coalition for such a tribunal. Ukrainians believe that justice will happen one day. And that was the weekly program Ukraine Global, prepared by Viktoria Krukova, presented by Vira Kravchenko and produced by Irina Samsonova.